Hello and welcome to Inspiring Questco, a series of conversations with members of our Questco team. We'll hear their stories and celebrate their successes as we share a little about what makes them and our Questco organization so special. I'm Jason Randall, Questco CEO, and I'm so thrilled to be joined today by Mallory Glessner, who's our Director of Continuous Improvement at Questco. Mallory, welcome to the conversation. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Now, Mallory, that title is is a lot, right? Director of Continuous Improvement. And I think it's it's made more complicated by you're the only one at Questco that does what you do. So I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about how the job looks on paper and then how it looks uh, when you're actually doing it day to day. Yeah, sure. So um, those of you that know me in person or maybe you happen to be connected with me on social media and know a little bit about my backstory, you know that I'm really big on having a growth mindset in life. And so how that translates for me in my role is that I'm a bit like the growth mindset of the organization. So I team up with our best minds on all things. So performance enhancement efforts, systems and technology, training and development, really just the client experience as a whole among, you know, several other lanes that they they tend to put me in. Um, and, and while I try to diligently plan my work week, my role requires a fair amount of pivot, I would say. One week, it may be heavy process writing and training and development and doing all of those things. And then other weeks, we may be inundated with systems efforts. I would say, though, that one constant is that we're always doing strategic work against our goals, which are centered around our client and internal team experiences. And those needs sort of reserve the right to change, right, at any time and always being ready for that change. Well, sure. You mentioned a growth mindset, and it seems to me that it's also a, a change mindset that you're leaning into change uh, and, and encouraging us to, to be better versions of ourselves you know, as, a, as an organization. And of course, change is uncomfortable for us as people. And, and a lot of times there's resistance to that. And you know, I'm, I'm curious, you know, almost everything you do involves asking people to think differently about their jobs. And um, how does that work day to day? How do you get people to do that without, uh, you know, just tearing their hair out and throwing things? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I've seen a lot of success with is just getting to know people on a personal level. Um, They're much more open to what you have to say and the fact that you're changing their work if they feel like they can connect with you. If they feel like they can't connect with you in any way, then they're just not going to be as open to the change. Um, And in that same vein, I will say that just telling people that they're doing an awesome job and saying, you know, I'm really inspired by the work you're doing. I'm proud of the work you're doing. Um, and, and noting the little things, um, you know, when when clients reach out and say, hey, you know, I had this great experience with someone, like finding a way to, to spotlight that, um, whether that be, you know, blasting out a kudos or just going over and shaking their hand directly and saying, you know, or a fist bump, whatever, you know, you like to do. But just recognizing their achievements, the really small ones, all the way to the big ones, and just making them feel like you're in their corner. Um, those things have definitely helped me to drive change the most, for sure. 
It's really an interesting perspective. And I think a, a, a distinctive way that you approach this and that you're often showing up, we're encouraging people to change, right? And it would be very easy to fall back on something that feels more critical to the people you're working with and, and you know, uh, criticizing what's come before and what we're doing now and so on. But that's very much not your attitude. It, it's more, I, I think you view yourself as a connector that you're bringing people together and celebrating what's good and moving it forward. And I just wanted to give huge kudos for that because that's a, that's a, an artful, place to be. It's not an easy sort of uh, um, motif to establish. So, I mean, really good for you. And is that intentional on your part or is that something that just is who you are? Um, I would say that I hope it's who I am. Um, I, I will say that it's a, also still a very conscious thing for me. I don't know that it's necessarily second nature. So my upbringing was was very much the opposite of that, where it was a lot of you're not good enough, you can't you can't do this, you can't do that, and you know my achievements were never recognized. So I became sort of a perfectionist, and it was like I always had to have straight A's, or I would get you know a lot of anxiety, and I dealt with a fair amount of you know imposter syndrome, and I just felt like if I leave this world, I want to leave it making sure that I made sure other people didn't feel that way. So any chance I can take to, you know, recognize someone or just make them feel like they did, they did good or they're doing good. um, I want to take those opportunities because I'm sure, and especially with the community that I have on LinkedIn, I've just learned that there are so many people like me that didn't hear that growing up or don't hear it now. Um, and so you may be the only positive interaction that someone has had or will have for a while. Um, so just taking those moments when you can, I I think is just really important. So hopefully that answers your question, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily, uh, habitual yet, but, uh, working on it. Well, it sounds like it's a it's a conscientious choice to break a cycle that 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 you lived you know early in your life, and um, you do draw on your personal uh, history uh, pretty extensively both online and I think in your interactions within our, within our company um, as a source of inspiration and moving forward and things like that. I was hoping you could sort of share. Uh, a little bit more about that, why that's an important sort of uh, touch point for you uh, as you sort of launch your, uh, you know, the rest of your profession. Yeah. So when I first started, I definitely, like I said, felt that fair amount of imposter syndrome and feeling like I couldn't share my backstory with people because it would lead to pity rather than inspiration. And I think when I really started to tap into the positive side of LinkedIn and the storytelling side of LinkedIn and and other various social media platforms, I really found that there were a lot of other people that were like me that were sharing their stories and that were still just such incredible and caring leaders. And it felt really good to share my story and be amongst people that were like me um, or that could, you know, learn from me or that I could learn from And so I just really felt like that was a good place for me in my life and in my mindset to be surrounded by people like that, that were just overcoming their challenges, talking about it, giving various advice on, you know, what they did to change their path forward, um, you know, different tips and tricks that worked for them. um, And likewise, just sharing those same things. So really in short, it was just that the community helped me to be a better person and 
that was just something that I felt was really powerful and would help me in the next phase of my career. And so, yeah, I, I just, I really appreciate my network and, and the community that I have out there and being able to, to tell my story and, and kind of gain so much from it. And more specifically, to fill in some gaps here, um, what you're referring to is um, you, you have a really robust social media presence, specifically on LinkedIn, um, where you're very uh, volunteering of, of stories from your past, struggles you, you've had. And it, it flies in sort of contrast of some, I'd call it archaic conventional wisdom, which is that, hey, you're, you, know, you need to leave your struggles at the door, door of the office, right? And you should just you know, be one person at home and one person at, at the office. And instead, I think a more enlightened view is the one that you're showing us every day, which is no, bring, bring yourself to the office. We, we want that whole person. And by acknowledging our struggles and, and our past struggles and things we've overcome, we can not only be more present in the workplace, but we can also inspire others to, to likewise show up and acknowledge when they're feeling vulnerable or uncomfortable or things like that. Um, you know, so is, is that a pretty accurate encapsulation of how to, sort of your philosophy and practice with your online presence? Absolutely. And I think it really comes down to walking the walk, right? We talk a, a good talk about mental health and about safe workplaces and, you know, showing up authentically and being good teammates. And I feel like you can't do that from, you know, this kind of facade that everything's great and life is wonderful and positive all the time and everybody should come to work in a good mood and life is grand all the time. I think letting people show up and, you know, just feel their authentic feelings and know that they have a safe space in our workplace culture to just be who they are and kind of go through what they're going through and still do great work um, is, is really important. Um, it's definitely been something that was life-changing for me. And I just hope that we can continue to provide that same type of environment to our employees for years to come. So uh, going back to literal social media presence for a second, you know, this is something that I personally struggle a lot with. It's not comfortable for me to, to um, be vulnerable out there. It, it's not how I grew up, right? And so uh, it feels, uh, just being you know candid, to me it feels like, oh my gosh, I'm being too performative. Maybe I'm being too braggy or I'm being too um, just out there with it. And it's a little scary. Even if there isn't bad feedback I've received, it just feels uncomfortable. Um, did you have any of that or how did you deal with sort of this, the bundle of feelings I'm, I'm sort of talking about? Oh my goodness. Yes. And I still go through this. Um, and there are a lot of experts out there or, or so-called experts that say, you know, you have to post a post at this certain time and you can't delete it and you can't change it and you can't, you know, have this type of feeling about it. And I just think that that is all terrible advice. I think if you share something and it makes you feel uncomfortable, an hour later, um, a day later, a week later, a year later, just take it down. Um, do what feels comfortable to you. And I think for me, it was really hard at first because, you know, what I talked about with, oh, is this going to diminish my credibility? Are people just going to, you know, pity me or think differently about me? Um, so yeah, it, it does feel uncomfortable at first, but it does get to a place where people start interacting and engaging and saying, oh my gosh, I, I, I relate to this so much. I'm so glad you shared it. Now I feel comfortable sharing it. And I think the best line I have ever seen, and I've actually gotten this twice, is, well, I feel so seen by this post. 
Like, I feel so seen by your story. You understand me. And I feel like we're more connected now. Um, and that brings such a joy to my heart. And I feel the same way when I read, you know, some posts that would probably make others feel uncomfortable. But it, the minute I see them and read them and resonate with them, it brings me a sense of comfort. So maybe somebody's uncomfortable feeling brought me comfort, if that makes sense. And I just hope that when I feel uncomfortable about something, um, I know I'm putting it out there for the right reasons. Um, you, you said not to seem, you know, braggy. Um, and I think when you're posting, you can't make it all about me, 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 like this is what I did. And these are my accomplishments and kind of leave it at that. And, you know, this is my story. I think for the most part, and there's still so much work for me to do here in, in, in this space. But what I try to do is really be receiver centric about it. So what I'm sharing, how does it relate to the person who's going to be reading it? So sure, it's my story and it's very personal details about my story, but what message am I really trying to put out there? Because, right, it's not an open diary to the world. You still want somebody to get something out of your message. So I always try to leave like little things that are, are takeaways um, that people can, can gain from my experience um, and my uncomfortableness and take away and say, oh, I can apply, I can apply this to my life and um, maybe do something positive with it. So, and just last question on the social media topic more generally. So, you know, we've gone over some of the sort of negative feelings that you can, uh, that one can have uh, sort of approaching this, you know, whether it's being intimidating or, or so on. Um, and you sort of talked about how to overcome that. I'm curious as, I guess you also spoke to what, what's the benefit. Um, and I'm, I'm curious as to, are you expecting tangible benefits from that? And maybe broadening that a little bit for some of our people, they're looking or considering the topic of their own social media presence. What, what is reasonable to expect out of being more active? And, um, you know, how have you found that is better? <clears throat> there's two aspects of this, right? There's physical tangibility, right? And there's what you're going to get out of it maybe if you're a social seller. So I've seen incredible people out there who are social sellers. So instead of, you know, inboxing someone and saying, hey, we have this great product, have some time to chat. It's telling a story and connecting with them first. And then they know you as a person and they can connect with you on that level. And then later down the road, if a need comes up for your service, they're going to say, hey, I think I know somebody that does that. Like, hold the phones. I've got a, a great person that I resonate with and that I have a relationship with. Let me reach out to them first. And they might not even consider, you know, other, other avenues because they have a relationship with you and, and your product offering. So, I mean, that's some tangible, um, you know, physical, tangible things that you can get out of it. And I've had several people reach out to me. Um, I'm doing a, an ad for, for a, a major, um, book publishing company. Well, I guess it's not really book publishing. It's more like uh, audiobooks. but I thought it was really cool that they reached out to me. They have a pretty big following and they're like, Hey, do you want to do this digital ad for us? And I was like, wow, just because I posted and shared my story and they really just liked me as a person. And I thought that was really incredible. Um, so sure, there are different tangible things that you can get out of it. But I think for me, the best thing I get out of it is just meeting people. Um, and getting better every single day as a, as a human. And for me, there's just no greater reward in that. It's made me a better parent. It's made me hopefully a, a better leader in the organization. And I just hope that that continues 
I guess there are two other things that I'd weave in here that also sort of relate to your um, to your position as well. And the first is you brought up this concept of connectedness several times. And I do view you as a connector. It's, it's literally the, the essential nature of your job is to bring together these disparate parts of the organization as you're driving process and progress and decisions. And the other aspect of that is that you personally are really quite driven. Um, you know, I know in addition to holding down a substantial full-time job and, you know, being a wonderful parent and, and you know, doing all the things that involve both family life and professional life, you've also furthered your own education um, you know, while doing all of this, which is a lot to hold together, I got to acknowledge. Oh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. It's definitely a, a full plate. Um, and Sometimes I get to a mindset where I'm like, oh man, I took on too much. I'm too busy. But the second something, you know, drops, I, I graduate here in, in May, which is really exciting. I know I'm going to have to fill that gap with something. I definitely am somebody who likes to be busy, high energy, you know, in something, have my hands in something all the time. So um, my husband kind of jokes all the time and he says, she says she's not going to go for her MBA, but I'll give her about two months before she's <laughs> she's on the road for that. So we'll see. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it really just goes back to the conversation that I feel like was kind of the theme of this discussion, and that's good community. So I try to build community, not only out there in social media, but really internally with Questco, just building a good community of people and trying to you know, do different things that really connect us and just getting out there and connecting with people on a personal level and um, trying to drive positivity and the best way that I can and just seizing those opportunities and, um, you know, following different people and, um, you know, taking their examples and, and trying to, you know, put them into to place at Questco. So I'm just always trying different things and seeing, you know, what benefits we get from it. Um, but really getting things done too is a lot about organization. And so a lot of the Questco team knows that they can lean on me to help them get things organized and really kind of see things from a clearer perspective. So I, I really appreciate and um, feel strongly about, you know, having an open door to the entire organization if they feel like they need to map out a process or just kind of collect their thoughts on something or bounce ideas off of me. Um, I really just like to be that resource for our organization and um, not only just connect people, but really connect thoughts and ideas and departments and processes and concepts. Um, so I, I would say that that's really helped me in my role as well. And as you look forward to the next uh, several years, what, what gets you excited about the future of Questco? I am just so excited for this year, let me tell you. Um, I don't know how far into the future you're looking, but I am kind of, I have blinders on a little bit because this year is just going to be so exciting. And I, I can't share too much about what we've got going on, but I am thrilled for our internal teams and so excited for what our clients are about to see. Um, this has been one of my most exciting um, planning quarters yet. Um, just getting really excited about what we're going to be putting out there. And I think while we've put out good work, you know, throughout the course of, of my time with Questco, we've done a lot of really good things. It hasn't always been 
blazingly apparent to our clients, like what we're doing on our side. And this year, I feel like it's going to be blazingly apparent to them what we're doing. And so there's just so much fire and excitement that I have um, about that. So yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't give away all the goods, but it's going to be, it's going to be really exciting. Well, your enthusiasm is contagious. And I think what is blazingly apparent to me, at least, is that you're you're a special talent, a unique individual, and really a, a caring and giving soul. And so I'm just so happy uh, that, you, that you're with us, proud of the work that you've done on behalf of our company and clients, and just above all, just grateful that you're sharing your talents with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad to be here. I appreciate it a lot. Well, Mallory, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. 